Support comes from Empower Missouri's Week of Action with in-person and virtual advocacy training for affordable housing, criminal justice, and food security initiatives March 25th through 28th. Registration at empowermissouri.org WOA. From St. Louis Public Radio. This is Politically Speaking. Sponsored by the Sue and Lynn Schneider Charitable Fund. Hi, everybody. This is Jason Rosenbaum, a political correspondent with St. Louis Public Radio. Missouri's attorney general is intervening in a highly publicized legal fight between billionaire Elon Musk and a left-leaning media watchdog group documenting anti-Semitic and racist content on his social media platform. Attorney General Andrew Bailey announced last week he's initiating an investigation against Media Matters for America, a Washington, D.C.-based group that writes articles critical of conservative media outlets and personalities. Media Matters has also showcased some of the alleged deficiencies of X, including how extremist accounts have thrived on the platform. At issue are articles showing how ads appeared next to accounts that espouse anti-Semitic and pro-Adolf Hitler content. X has sued Media Matters, accusing the group of contriving and manufacturing screenshots showcasing the juxtaposition. Media Matters and their defenders say the lawsuit is an attempt to bully the organization since they've been critical of how Musk has overseen X since he purchased the company in 2022. I had the chance to speak with Bailey about the reasoning behind his investigation and whether it could face barriers because of laws protecting news outlets from having to hand over documentation to governmental agencies. Here's my conversation with Republican Attorney General Andrew Bailey. Why does Missouri have any jurisdiction to investigate a San Francisco-based company, which is X, in their claim against a Washington, D.C.-based company, which is our, our nonprofit in this instance, which is Media Matters? Well, because we need to know how many Missourians were solicited for contributions by Media Matters and under what pretense. And if Missourians were defrauded in this coordinated attack on, on X, did they know that that's how their money was going to be used, number one? But then secondly, conspiracies to form combinations and restraint of trade violate antitrust laws. So an entity that manipulates a market through deception in order to prevent competition in that marketplace may be running afoul of antitrust laws, which negatively impacts Missouri as well. Can you kind of explain the gist of the letter that you sent to Media Matters and why you're investigating in the first place? Well, number one, I believe in the right to free speech. I think that it's central to our republic and who we are as an American people and, and to our freedom. I'm concerned that there may be entities that will lie, cheat, and steal to take that freedom away from us. And the allegation here is that Media Matters defrauded Missourians, again, in a coordinated market manipulation in order to bully advertisers to pull out of Twitter to destroy the last platform dedicated to free speech in America. That should concern all Missourians and all Americans. Based on that claim, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, you're claiming that Media Matters is fraudulently soliciting money in order to convince advertisers to abandon X. Is that the gist of your argument? That's the, that is the purpose of our investigation. Okay. So I've read the articles that I, I, I think 
prompted the lawsuit from Elon Musk. I don't see any direct appeal for money in the body of the article. Is that going to make it more difficult to prove that argument that that aforementioned argument if there is not an explicit ask for people to give Media Matters money? Media Matters solicits contributions across the United States of America to include Missourians. And so that's the purpose of the investigation to determine how many Missourians contributed and under what pretense. And was there fraud was there fraud in the solicitation of contributions similar to the allegation of the fraud that occurred against the advertisers on X, where the algorithms were manipulated in order to juxtapose controversial speech next to the advertisers' images in order to manipulate the marketplace so that they would pull out. And, and and what documents are you asking for from Media Matters? We've sent a demand letter for them to retain a cer- certain categories of documents that we think would be most fruitful in ascertaining the exact number of Missourians that may have been impacted by this scheme. I, I've read uh, the laws of Washington, D.C., and they have pretty clear guardrails that protect news outlets from having to divulge their sources or their work material. I know that you've called Media Matters like a propaganda machine masquerading as a news outlet, which I think they would disagree with. But is that going to be a barrier for your office to actually get those documents? Well, we're soliciting the documents under state statute that allows us to protect Missourians from fraudulent fundraising schemes. But I would also point out that Media Matters is a 501c3 advocacy group, not a news outlet. But but what happens if they use that claim to say, we're not going to give you these documents because we believe we're a news outlet and we are protected by the Washington, D.C. shield law? Well, then we'll see uh, how a court would rule on that issue. We're going to continue to uh, pursue the matter because the Missouri Merchandising Practices Act under state statute gives the attorney general's office authority over not-for-profits. So if you're successful at getting the documents, what's to stop, say, a Democratic attorney general in another state from doing the same thing you're doing against a conservative media watchdog group like Newsbusters or, you know, something like Gateway Pundit, which is actually based in Missouri? In other words, is this setting a bad precedent that Democrats could use to go after conservative nonprofits that are doing something similar to what Media Matters is doing? Well, I don't think this has anything to do with partisan politics. It has everything to do with protecting Missourians from fraudulent schemes and protecting our right to free speech on the last platform dedicated to free speech in America. Those are bipartisan issues. So you don't you don't think this is setting a a precedent that Democrats could use against conservative conservative entities? I think we're fighting to protect Missouri Missourians from fraudulent schemes and emphasizing the the right to free speech and and that there's one platform left that's dedicated to protecting that free speech. So your letter says that Media Matters is alleged in that lawsuit that I mentioned, quote, lying to the public, falsely suggesting that fringe extremist content regularly appears next to content from corporate advertisers when in fact the opposite is true. Has your office found anything in the articles that say that this is a regular occurrence when people use X? Because I read through one of the articles. I don't think it made the claim that it was regular. I think they're just making the claim that it's possible, which is kind of the, at least from my reading of that article that sparked the lawsuit was the point of the article. Well, I think an answer to that question 
could be provided through the course of the investigation. But I would also point out that pursuant to X's own internal review, they were only able to replicate the justification of the controversial speech next to the advertisers in one instance, in one out of 500 million times, in another instance, two out of 500 million times. So the odds, the, the odds of this juxtaposition of controversial speech appearing next to the advertisers was exceedingly remote, thus pointing to the fact that it was a contrived manipulation of the algorithms by Media Matters. I, I think, again, going back to that article, it had a quote from Twitter CEO Linda Yaccarino saying that the company's new content controls would reduce advertiser risk. And I think in the course of the article, not only talks about the ads being put next to pretty unequivocally bad accounts, but also the fact that like pro-Hitler accounts, accounts were getting monetized and that you were finding ads in frankly racist hashtags. Don't you think that also probably played a role in advertisers deciding not to advertise on X and not just the specific claim that ads were next to accounts in the screenshots in those articles? Well, I think that's what the investigation seeks to reveal is whether or not this was market manipulation that resulted in advertisers pulling out of X or whether or not their decision was independent of Media Matters manipulation of the algorithms. Yeah, because another thing that some advertisers have pointed to that is separate from Media Matters is just some of the statements that Musk has made. Like, I'm sure you're aware of the of when he it seemed like he endorsed a comment claiming that Jews want to flood America with non-white immigrants because of their, quote, dialectical hatred of whites, which is essentially what the great replacement theory is. And it was such like a blunder on Musk's part that he even admitted publicly he shouldn't have done it. So isn't that a bigger reason why advertisers have pulled out of X rather than what Media Matters has done? Or is that just something you're going to have to just find out in your investigation? Well, I think that's what we're going to have to find out during our investigation. But I would point out that it was the allegation here is that Media Matters is who emphasized controversial speech. And if they didn't like what was being said on Twitter, they should have offered counter speech to defeat bad ideas with better ideas instead of manipulating the algorithms to defraud the advertisers. If, if you your office decides to pursue some sort of legal process against media matters, would it be civil or, or could it possibly be criminal? Well, I think all options are on the table. I mean, certainly there are different lines of, of liability. There's the Missouri Merchandising Practices Act. It's, it is a criminal offense to steal by deceit uh, under state criminal code. But I'd also point out that, you know, again, co conspiracies to form combinations and restraint of trade violate antitrust laws. So an entity that's manipulating the marketplace through deception in an attempt to prevent competition in that marketplace could be running afoul of antitrust laws as well. So several bodies of law available, and we'll just see what the investigation uncovers and if there is a body of law that most appropriately ap applies to those set of facts. So what would that mean if, like, you decide to pursue criminal penalties against Media Matters personnel and a jury finds them guilty? Could they go to jail for a certain amount of time? Well, I, I, again, that's putting a sentencing decision before we've even completed an investigation and applied a criminal 
code to a set of facts. So it's impossible for me to say that at this junk at this early stage in the investigation. Uh, what would you say to people who would argue that the best way to go about dealing with media matters is just by combating their speech with more speech and not using state government apparatus to 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 do official investigations or legal action against them? Well, number one, I would say we're doing that. I mean, exposing this for for what it is and, and fighting back with, again, the superiority of our moral ideals as expressed through our words is a powerful form of, uh, you know, of weaponry in the battlefield for ideas. And that emphasizes my love of free speech as a foundational principle of our republic. But if Missourians were harmed, or have the potential to be harmed by fraudulent schemes and market manipulations, we're going to fight to protect Missourians as well. What would you say to people who feel that what Media Matters is doing, even if they feel like if it's wrong or misleading, is in and of itself a form of free speech, and they're going to have protections from the First Amendment, just like any other entity has First Amendment rights, including Elon Musk, by the way? Certainly, you know, I, I would say that, number one, we have to see where the investigation leads us to determine whether or not uh, the fraud and deceit resulted or market manipulation resulted in violations of the criminal code. Because at that point, we're not talking about speech anymore. We're talking about behavior injurious to the people of the state of Missouri and made illegal by our state statute. You can read more about Bailey's intervention into the Musk Media Matters dispute and read all of our coverage of Missouri and St. Louis politics by going to stlpr.org. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, and thank you for listening. Politically Speaking is produced by Sarah Kellogg, Rachel Lipman, and me, Jason Rosenbaum. The show is edited by Fred Ehrlich. Read all of our coverage at stlpr.org. And if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to Politically Speaking by searching the term Politically Speaking on Apple Podcasts. From St. Louis Public Radio. This is Politically Speaking. If you have a smart speaker, you have access to the entire world of NPR and St. Louis Public Radio. All the latest news and all the captivating stories. Activate our voices with yours by telling your smart speaker to play St. Louis Public Radio.